Thailand has a secret weapon to bring back tourists. It's been told to be avoided by Americans altogether, and it's also trying to help the stranded tourists in Thailand currently suffering from the Ukraine and Russia invasion. That's all coming up on today's Good Morning Thailand. Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand, sponsored by Coffee Culture and Twin Palms Residences Montezor with Jet Gunter. Hello. That and was so impressive. You did the intro of the balcony in that five second cut. You ran straight here to the set. It's what I do for You're the viewers. You're such a legend. I've improved my fitness. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but yes, welcome. I'm Jay and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. Welcome. Once again, Jet joining us in the hot seat. You're going to be joining us all week. All week until Thursday. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah, Jet's for better or for worse. Yes. So um, if you love it, then Give great. it a like. Yeah. If you don't, well, there's plenty of other videos on YouTube. There we go. That's how we get the viewers. <laughs> That's how it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as usual, we always have timestamps on our video. We're going to put them after the live show so you can skip to the part that you want. But we have a couple of topics we'd like to talk about today, and we're going to start with Thailand offering aid to stranded tourists. Now, the tourists I'm talking about are the Russian and Ukrainian tourists that are still uh, left behind in Thailand. Now. That's something really nice, I thought. Now, there's about 7,000 tourists, uh, Russians and Ukrainians, in Thailand, and the government is thinking about packages and measures that they can take to help these tourists, um, including uh, giving them uh, one-month extra visa or visa extensions, which normally cost 1,900 baht, but I believe they're just going to give them out for free. Uh, they're also going to... Um, uh, help them if, if if their flights have been cancelled and they can't basically afford to go back home currently because of the situation. Uh, uh, the government's also going to try to give them shelter. And um, I thought that was really nice. I mean, obviously, is it expected? Most probably. Russians are number... They were number one uh, in the tourists that actually have come to Thailand since the test and go reopened uh, properly. Um, what do you think about that? Any initial opinions? I'm pleasantly surprised by how accommodating the Kai government is so was towards I. the stranded Russians. Yeah. I mean, it and, is and the sensible... And Ukrainians. And Ukrainians yes. It is the sensible thing to do. And um, I never thought I would say kudos for... <laughs> For your policies this time. <laughs> we were talking about this and we were like, we, wow, yeah. they did the right they thing. They did the right thing. I yeah. mean, right? Because it's not the fault of the Ukrainians or the Russians yeah. um, for the actions of their leaders. And so yeah. they shouldn't be suffering the consequences. And like you said, Ukrainians and especially Russians, they make, make up a vast majority of the tourists that come to Thailand. Yeah. So obviously they're just repaying the favor. So it's uh, very... Nice of them to do that. Yes. Um, Thank you, Prayut. Yes. Uh, Never well, thought I'd yeah. <laughs> Regarding transactions via uh, the Russian banks and credit cards for people who can't, um, you know, some, some of them, uh, their cards are blocked and because of the inability to use SWIFT, uh, some banks have been closed altogether. Um, they've also basically found a new payment platform called Union Pay, which is uh, Chinese, uh, to, and they're going to offer this channel to the Russian visitors so that they can actually uh, be able to use their cards or a payment method while they're here. Yeah, this whole cutting people off from the Western SWIFT system is just bizarre because it's not doing anything. It's like, all right, 
congrats for making the lives of Russians inconvenient and encouraging them to find other options and not rely on the Western financial system. So long term, this is actually going to damage them. So we're going to create, there's going to be other alternative payment rails yeah. than the stranglehold of the Western SWIFT financial system. Well, I think the SWIFT financial system, I mean, mainly affects the targeted people like the Russian government and you know Putin and make their life as difficult as possible and uh, make it difficult for them to transfer money in and out of the country but yeah like you said like the people that suffer the most are the people are the people yeah yes are the, are the Russian people the Ukrainian people and anyone who has to deal with the Russian bank system and it further highlights how this can be used as a weapon yeah. to cancel people to silence people to sanction people and like I said it's probably just gonna prompt uh, people from around the world yes to, to also seek out plan B's and alternative financial systems yeah apart from just you know the Western um, system that you know it can be used to silence anyone yep um, hopefully these government plans uh, do go ahead and if the people do need them uh, it is offered because like always you know um, some of these are, are for sure like the visa extensions uh, so, um, and the government does plan to offer them shelter if needed but the other things I mentioned are proposals so hopefully these proposals actually happen and are don't just end up being proposals uh, the Russian government is also uh, trying, may arrange uh, repatriation flights for their citizens who are currently stuck. Um, however, Thailand uh, will not deport any tourists back home without their consent. That's also another thing uh, that I liked. Um, at present, there are currently about 3,500 to 4,000 Russian tourists in Phuket, uh, 400, around 300 to 400 travelers from Ukraine. Uh, this is just Phuket and other parts of Thailand, especially Panga, Krabi, and Pattaya. I believe that's where the highest amount of uh, Russian and Ukrainian tourists mm -hmm. lay in Thailand. All right. Um, All right. Talking about tourists, uh, before we move on, Carmel's got a question. I'm so sorry for interrupting you. Um, there were two people that uh, suggested, like, what if Russians just moved to crypto? Like, Th that was actually... Uh, what if they just moved to crypto? They, they very well can because crypto, especially decentralized uh, networks like Bitcoin, yes. are permissionless. Anyone can participate in the network. You can buy Bitcoin via an, an exchange, or even if an exchange is is censored or shut down, you can buy them peer-to-peer -peer yeah. using cash. And this is where the value proposition of uh, cryptos especially Bitcoin come into play yes. because they're agnostic to politics. It's an open network that anyone can participate in, very similar to like BitTorrent yeah. where anyone can uh, you know, host files and not be censored and all like that. So this is actually underscoring the value proposition of these open networks. Mm. Well, it, currently it's only a suggestion. The Tourism Association has spoken to the government, said that uh, for emergency use of cryptocurrencies for the tourist um, may be a good alternative payment system in this situation and, and, and for any crisis in the future as well. Mm -hmm. So it's possibly a great solution even for the future. But what, what most people don't understand is that most, the majority of cryptocurrency projects, 99.9% .9 of them are just basically, they're not decentralized. They're mm -hmm. essentially startups issuing tokens. And then if you're a startup, you have a CEO, well mm -hmm. then you can be censored. Yeah. You're, not, you're not properly decentralized. So it's not a viable solution. So yeah, the solution is to look towards crypto, but then 
you you have to go further and look at what which cryptos are actually truly decentralized, having their nodes and miners truly scattered and diversified across the world and can't be censored, no, no single point of failure, chokehold. All right. Well, uh, our next topic is, uh, again, talking about tourists, in particular, American tourists who've actually been told by their CDC to avoid Thailand. Americans, jet Americans. Well, well, I'd, I'd be curious to see if that actually impacts any of the tourism numbers. I think people don't give a darn. I, I believe U.S. is, if not, if not number two, number three on the list of the highest uh, amount of tourists coming from that country. So the CDC uh, on Monday did come out and say, uh, urge Americans to avoid travel to Thailand and Hong Kong and New Zealand and, and a host of other countries, actually. I've got a total number for you. I believe in total, it's, uh, yeah, they've been told to avoid travel to about 135 countries, which uh, I'm just going to conclude as the government's come out and said, don't travel outside of America. Um, I think people, are people actually going to listen to that? Who knows? I think people with who are not going to travel will continue to not travel, and people yeah. who the daredevils and wanderlusts will continue to travel and but, take you know, the necessary precautions. Bad news for Thailand because you know there are those people who do like to follow the rules. Like you're right, the people who want to travel, they travel. The free spirits, the travelers. But there are those people who are like looking forward to that vacation, and then the government comes out and says, "Hey, I don't think you should travel there." And then you know, if it's not you it's your mom or your dad or, or you know, a, a senior in your family and they're scared and then you might not travel because of that. So that's a whole family lost in yeah, terms of tourists. Yeah, I guess tourists. that's a good point. There probably will be a sizable chunk of that demographic that would be deterred by that. Mm. So, but then, like you said, to put context around this, they didn't single out Thailand specifically. Yes. They, it was yes. part of it was a, a list of, of yeah. 135 countries. Yeah, Thailand, I believe, is on a level four, which is a very high, uh, and they have about 33 other destinations on level mm -hmm. three, which is just high. So, mm -hmm. yep, they have been urging people not to go to Thailand as of Monday. Um, talking about some more bad news, uh, for all you instant noodles lovers, um, unfortunately, instant noodles is going to be more expensive. As well as condensed milk, if you like to. Okay, so let me ask you, do you like your mama noodles? Do what you... are mama noodles? What? what? Yeah, shut up. Um, you know what mama noodles I'm are. I'm making a high so jet joke. That's almost unpatriotic. <laughs> yeah, I like the Tom Yum Kung mama noodles. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Well, any to anyone who's been to uh, Thailand, uh, you perhaps have tasted mama noodles, which is the most famous instant noodles in Thailand. Uh, unfortunately, they With will be more expensive. record levels of sodium. Yeah, and probably MSG. I recommend like changing the water that you boil it with to, to reduce the sodium count and only put in half of the You know the what, uh, nobody cares, nobody cares because oh it's just a can of holiness. That's what it is, it's amazing. Really? Yes, and okay. also condensed milk. So the next time you have your roti with condensed milk, unfortunately, you'll be paying a bit more. Is it significant? No. Well, uh, like, how much is, is is this a price hike of two baht? No, the wholesale price will increase by 0 0.25 baht. Oh my goodness! For instant noodles and two baht oh. per can for condensed milk. Wait, 0 0.25 baht? Yes. So I'm from, guessing per pack. So it'll be five baht, and it'll be up to 5.25 baht. Yeah, and imagine if you buy it in bulk. So if uh, places like Macro, when they buy it in bulk, yeah, they're gonna charge. 
Play, so imagine, you normally pay what? 10 baht for one pack? Five baht for no, one Jay, pack? No, it's, Jay, it's like four baht, I think. Four okay, or five baht. Four or five baht if you buy like the big pack in macro. But imagine if you had to start paying eight baht. Pandemonium on the streets, yeah. riots, how dare you deprive me of my right to have my I mean, instant noodles after a couple of beers at night. If you look throughout time, inflation prices of goods and services continuously rise all the time. And there are certain times in the economy that there's a spike. And during this time is one of them because you've got like supply chain issues and government debt and government printing out money and debasing mm -hmm. currencies. So inflation is going to seep into all goods and services during this time. Okay, before I take a uh, question from Kamal, do you prefer ramen or instant mama noodles? There's a right and wrong answer here. <laughs> I do prefer the ramen noodles. Oh my, yeah. of course the he does. Chewy, the chewy, chewy. <laughs> Look at him with they, his... They're like thicker and more chewy. Yeah, they are yeah. quite nice, but... Yeah, I like the Korean ones, actually, with the, the spicy Korean Oh, those paste. extremely spicy ones? No, no, no well, maybe. I, I just, I don't put in the whole packet. I can... No love for condensed milk. Do you enjoy your roti with uh, condensed milk? I do not partake in roti. No? It's carbs, deep fried, and doused with... No wonder it's they call good. you a fake Thai. Yeah. It, it is very good. <laughs> You're missing out. Do you out. don't like condensed milk in your coffee? Good lord, do not <laughs> do not give me a condensed milk coffee. Uh, Kamal, you've got a question. So you you said you really love instant noodles, right? Who doesn't? Okay, Who doesn't so love sick, mama noodles? Sick Sorry. puppy said instant noodles is the worst thing you can add to your body. The worst is McDonald's. Stay away from KFC, Taco Bell, and anything that is instant. What do you have to say about that? Okay. Touche. That's that's words of wisdom right there. Like, yeah, I never said it's healthy. If you did nothing at all to your yeah. health except cut those things out from your lives, yeah, like you'd be like 30, 40 percent better already. Yeah. Is it extremely healthy? Uh, sorry, unhealthy. Yes. yes. Is it basically garbage for your body? Yes. yes. Does it taste amazing, especially late night? It hits home. It hits home. Yeah, the yeah. Caramel. You see that? It's, 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 you're born with it. It's home. All right. Yeah. Our last topic before we go to the break is regarding uh, the health ministry. Oh, sorry, the Department of Mental Health coming out today, or yesterday rather, saying excessive news consumption causes stress. So don't read too much news or you will be stressed. Tell me about it. But which makes a lot of sense which you, when you actually think about it. But um, yeah, they've basically come out and said too much reading of the news and paying too much attention to what's going on is not great for your mental health. Yeah. Here's a question. I mean, you work in news. Yes. Do you follow any other news apart from, like, if you go home, mm -hmm. do you continue to consume news? When I get home, no, I try not to, okay. if I'm being completely honest. So yeah. my day would consist of, as soon as I wake up in the morning, I've got to see, okay, what are, what's going on in the world? Main headlines. I start with BBC. I go to the Bangkok Post. Okay, the world seems okay. What's going on in Thailand? Thailand seems okay. Okay, then I get to work. Then, so then you do check the news. Yeah, all the time. All the time. But but then that's part of the job. I I didn't do this before I was yeah. working. For, before I would just be like, main headlines, BBC. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The world's not on fire yet. Yeah. Do you? No, I try to stay away from the news. I okay. I. It'd be surprising. I'm pretty clueless outside of TNT and GMT. Okay. But then I I do. 
I do use Twitter a lot. And yeah. There's a lot of international news on Twitter. Yeah. So. I, I guess, I mean, you know, now it's like, it's not just traditional websites like go to BBC, go to, you know, uh, The Guardian, whatever it is that you... I just I just mentioned British Preston says newspapers. I thought Jay goes home after GMT. No, no man. You're, you, you, <laughs> People just think I come for the show and that's it. You, no yeah. man, you're hard at work running this entire show all day long, right? This entire network. Uh, I, I guess. I mean, yeah. but yeah, I, believe it or not, I do have to stay here after yeah. because all the, the reason I try to end the show earlier is because we've got to go work on all the other shows, which are. Yeah. have to be produced, believe it or not. We actually do do a little bit of work to make that happen. Um, but yeah, um, at some point of the day, you have to cut cut out. But yeah, now it's like social media, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, traditional websites. I mean, nobody uses, at least in this office, traditional newspapers, but there's Same news time. everywhere, no matter where you look. Same and time. The, the reason the Thailand Department of Mel uh, Mental Health came out and said it's, it's not just COVID news, but even like, the news that's been dominating the last two weeks is regarding the celebrity death of Thang Mo. There's been conspiracy theories and there's been opinions and made up stories and this person has that opinion and everybody's going nuts about their opinion and their take on this news. Sorry, where, I was looking up my own, oh, it's okay. but, but you've already moved on to another topic. So. Oh, sorry. Go no, on, I mean, on. it's the same topic, but, but the reason uh, people's obsession with news uh, turns it's not just news it, because it it ends up being speculation how so screen time on yeah. iPhone shows you your av daily average so your daily average is five hours five hours wow. but the average for okay. the average high is above six hours oh wow okay and then it shows you what apps you spend most of your time on yes See? it does See Safari that? you're just searching things Safari, on the web yeah lots of YouTube you're on the line well, it is suggested uh, uh, for people to consume a reasonable amount of news and exercise, but you need to break away to calm your thoughts and do some other activities. That's actually good advice. Yes. So, sad that they have you? to say that. Yeah. <laughs> that they've had to say that as a public service announcement. Well, that's the so thing. what do you do outside of Tiger Jay? Apart from your Taekwondo splits. <laughs> this is just okay. This is all. Uh, what do I do outside? Uh, we often, Tiger and uh, the company that we share an office with Fazbaz, we often have weekly football sessions. Really? Yeah. Uh, we had laser tag last week. Uh, we go, we'll probably go go-kart this weekend. That's so that's why you need to be in Bangkok so you can socialize with your colleagues. Because mm. it's important, you know, during during the day, I mean, we're all like, we have to pay attention to the news. We're doing four shows a day. We're doing two shows on the weekend, if not three. So you, you got to let loose somehow. Mm. Okay. What do you do on your free time? You're always busy yourself. Well, I'm if, just chatting with you guys all the time, sipping my coffee and bothering you guys. But when, right. when you're not doing the news, you're heavily invested into real estate and doing your own uh, YouTube videos. That's true. Yeah, there's a, there's a big chunk of that. I read a lot, like mm -hmm. business books, and I, I read a lot of fiction, and I work out, and I, and I play sports and all like that. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I like to go out on the weekends. All right. To end this last topic about excessive news consumption uh, causes stress, I'm going to end with this uh, statement from one of the spokesperson. Uh, if individuals suffer from FOMO, <laughs> they may have unpredictable moods and anxiety when they're not watching the news. Do you have FOMO? Do you know what FOMO is? <laughs> 
trying to think about. That is correct. Our young, uh, what are you, Gen Z, Kamal? Oh what? no, Kamal's a boomer. She's 83. Yes, I do, yes, I do totally, get yes. FOMO, especially Instagram, if I see like, oh my goodness, like people hanging out at this yeah. Yeah. Uh, lovely new resort in Hua Hin. And yeah. It's like, wow, I gotta be there. Yeah. So I do, I do suffer the FOMO. Mm. I do feed the FOMO a little bit. Yeah. Everyone yeah. has a FOMO in one way or another. Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who do not know what FOMO is, FOMO is F-O-M-O, -O, fear of missing out. As in when you see something cool happening, whether your friends are doing it or everyone's doing it, you have a fear of missing out and therefore you do it as well or want to do it. And that's a new word for today. All right, with that, we're gonna take a break. Once we come back from the break, we're gonna be talking about Thailand's new secret weapon to bring back tourists, as well as a luxury resort was burnt down in total in 10 minutes. An entire luxury resort, five-star hotel. How did that happen? Find out after the break. Welcome back after the break. You're watching Good Morning Thailand, sponsored by Coffee Culture, as well as Twin Palms Residences Montezor. Have you ever had Coffee Culture coffee? No. Not yet. We'll, no. We've got to fix that because yes. uh, you I keep, yeah. We've got all the big that. packs, okay. yeah. You've got all the big packs, but you can buy your Coffee Culture mugs and the coffee at coffeeculture.com. So you have a bag, we have a bag of Coffee Culture. I'm not going to lie, we have about 10. Really? What yeah. roast? We've collected them. I've tried the Brazilian kick and the Italian roast. Wow. I believe Natty likes something with honey in it. Wow, I should have brought my mocha pot and grinder then, so yeah. I can make it in the morning well, at my hotel. Oh, cool. Well, we have a coffee machine at the office, so we're going to hook you up. Okay. The, the pro benefits of working in Bangkok. I'm secretly trying to get Jet here. All right. Um, as well as Twin Palms a Mont a Residences Montezor, uh, you can now own a piece of paradise yes. in Kamala Otherwise Phuket. Otherwise you will suffer from FOMO. Yeah, it is in Kamala Phuket, by the way, so check out their website, link in the description below. It's now time for Two Minutes Thailand. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd just like to take this moment to say uh, happy International Women's Day. Uh, and um, I'd like to take this opportunity to say how fortunate we are to have the amazing women, not only in our lives, around the world, but also in this office. Uh, happy International Women's Day to you, Carmel, as well as everyone else. Here's Thank a two minutes Thailand to find a little bit of history regarding Thai women and their hairstyles over the years. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We're still live because our two minutes Thailand video is having a little bit of a technical issue, but it's okay. How are you feeling, Jet? Um, FOMO. Feeling FOMO, FOMO having yeah. not seen that two minute uh, scoop. Was it scoop? Was it Nan who did it? It's like yes. a thing by Nan? Yes. Yeah. So Nan does a video every day, and she basically does a two minute roundup of different cultures and aspects of Thailand. And you can also actually find these videos on Bounce, which is our second channel by the Tiger. It's full of fun and entertainment. And uh, 
Yeah, we, we're on the process of making thumbnails and uploading them because normally we insert them in Good Morning Thailand. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to break out those videos and individually uh, post them because a lot of people have been asking about it. And it's got things like, you know, the Monkey Festival in Lopuri. It's got um, buffalo racing in... Where was that? Where was the buffalo racing in Kamo? Somewhere in the south, right? Shonburi. Shonburi. I guess. Really? Uh, and then it had... Not Pattaya? I learned that somtam was from Lao. Somtam. Yeah. Yeah. You know, often considered the national dish of Thailand. It's actually from Lao. So yeah, Nan's been doing a great job I mean, uh, since she's joined our team. Thai chili peppers came from North America anyway, so we're all borrowing everyone's... Did they? Yes. Chili peppers came from um, the Western Hemisphere. Uh, Thai? Why is it called Thai red chili then? Well, because eventually they mutated and evolved and all like that. But originally, the chili peppers came from the Western Hemisphere, Central America. I see. So anyway, my point is, like, we all borrow something from somewhere. Okay. We all borrow something from somewhere. All right. Um, let's just go on to our next topic, which is actually regarding Thailand's secret weapon to bring back tourists. Now, mm. warning, warning. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this secret weapon... Uh, we're going to have to use a code word to talk about this secret weapon because every time we mention that word on YouTube or use any pictures about that topic, um, we get flagged. Yeah. Which means that we're using either graphic content or we're, we're using... Uh, inappropriate... Inappropriate... Inappropriate gray language. area or, kind of yeah. stuff that maybe yeah. skirts the legal guidelines... Of YouTube. Of YouTube. Yes. And, so, but you know what we're talking yeah. about. I hope you know what we're talking about because one public health official has come out and said that Thailand has a secret weapon secret to bring weapon. back tourists. It's the green leaf. The green leaf. Hint, hint. Hint, hint, hooray. The, the, the green leaf. The green leaf. So now you know what we're talking about. Yes. Some experts and officials hope that decriminalizing the green leaf, the green leaf, alongside declaring COVID-19 as endemic, will help tourism in Thailand bounce back to pre-pandemic levels. As soon as I read that, I thought, firstly, I f personally feel that's a ridiculous thing to say. I don't think that the green leaf and calling it an endemic is enough to bring it back to pre-pandemic levels. We need a full, we need to get rid of all the restrictions to ever even think about achieving uh, pre-pandemic pre levels and hope that we have the same amount of tourists who are willing to come back to the country and afford to come back to the country I'm depending on the different impacts the pandemic has had on tourists and people all around the world. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> The green leaf. Not They're at just, this yeah. rate. Yeah. Like, do you see, like, uh, dispensaries all around Bangkok? Yes. Where are you getting this stuff? Like, these. and this is going to yeah. be the main attraction of Thailand? That's right. And, and like, all these pop-up stores and restaurants have opened up, and they're uh, giving out products that have their green leaf yeah, inside them. Yeah, but they don't them. get you... That's up exactly there in right. the clouds. They've removed the whole point of yeah. why people are interested in these things to begin with. You mean I'm gonna I'm gonna overpay for a infused popcorn that's like three times the cost, but then comes with that that disgusting taste of the green yeah, leaf, but doesn't I don't give you like it, the yeah. benefits of it? Well, uh, legally, you're only allowed to have 0.2 percent of uh, how can you THC even measure that? chemical in it. But Are anything, we going to go to every vendor and measure that? Like? Anything more than 0.2 is a percent is still illegal, contrary to other people's beliefs. So not only do they have to change that law, 
they also think that by changing that law, people will all of a sudden come to Thailand only for that. Now, now they have one thing going on for them, which is um, Thailand is the only country in Asia to partially decriminalize the green leaf. And I was like, yeah, but if it doesn't get you up there, what's yes. the point? Maybe, <laughs> yes, that I mean, part. Of course, they've got like, they've got it wrong in, in in that sense. They definitely need to increase that, you know, the percentage of how much, how high it can get you. However, um, yeah, try to not use that word, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the secretary of the Public Health Commission, Kun Chat Chai Trakun Kung Si. Wow. Also compared the strains of the Thai green leaf to jasmine rice. Yeah, Goodness. in light of their uniqueness, apparently, because Thai jasmine life is very unique, and so is the Thai green leaf. I have to say, though, the, the green leaf in its mm -hmm. pure form, unadulterated, yeah. is actually world class. Yes. Uh, if only they would just leave the industry alone <laughs> and just let it do its thing, then yes, Maybe we have a chance of being the Southeast Asian Amsterdam, yeah. but not by selling infused popcorn for three times the price that tastes disgusting and doesn't get you in the clouds. Is it what all about are the they clouds? Thinking? Yes. Why would? Why else would you consume this stuff if FOMO. not to? If not to. <laughs> FOMO. Like. He also claimed. Uh, <laughs> it's like all right. Let's drink. Let, okay, we're gonna be the coffee. Uh, capital of the entire world, yes. but we're only going to serve decaf. Yes. Decaf only. We're yeah. going to beat Brazil, we're going to beat Hawaii with Guatemala, our decaf coffee. Everywhere, yeah. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Well, talk to your local <laughs> official regarding yeah. your issues and problems. Now, uh, he also, the Secretary of the Public Health Commission, also came out and said he claimed that nine out of ten tourists want to try the green leaf in some form or another. Nine out of 10 tourists. I wonder where he got this number from. What did they say again, sorry? They wanted to try it? No, no, yeah, that they wanted to try this. Yeah, they want to try the Nine out stuff of that, that, you know, gets you going. Nine Not out, the... That's 90% of the tourists coming to Thailand want to try that? I highly doubt did, that because there's no... Did they go to a, like a stoner no. bar in Pangan to interview the, there's these no, people? There's no evidence to prove that as a fact. Where did he just randomly get that number from? 90% of the tourists in Thailand want to try the green leaf? They must have went to that's Pangan like, and Khao San and Pai. That's like me saying 100% of people of the tourists drink coffee. I mean, yet yeah, probably if they're adults, but maybe not. Mm. Anyways, we are often in Thailand, we don't like to focus on the facts. Yeah. Once again, a sad case of yeah. uh, potential being strangled by people that want to micromanage it. All right, we're going to take another quick break and come back with your live question and answer. So if you do have any questions, uh, let those questions come now. We'll be back right after this. Right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back, and we're going to try for a second time to see if our two-minute Thailand video works. 
Noom, give it a go. Let's see if it works. Sadika, today is International Women's Day, so I wanted to pay tribute to Thai women and their beautiful hairstyles from the past. How many of these hairstyles do you know? All of these pictures show the normal hairstyle which all Thai women used to have. Let me tell you about each style. The first one, Song Kodong hairstyle. It is a hairstyle that has been popular since the Sukhothai period until the Ayutthaya period. The women with long hair will have their hair in the big bun in the middle of their head, decorated with a tiara or garland according to the occasion and their status. The second is Mahathai hairstyle. It originated in the Ayutthaya period when the country was at war. Women had to cut their hair short to blend it like men so what it would be easier to disguise themselves. But later changed from shaving the sides to long hair to look beautiful instead. The third is Pom Pi hairstyle. It is shaved or cut short around the sides. The tresses beside the ears are longer than the chin. The women use beeswax to keep their hair in shape and wash it with bergamot and ashes. And the last one is dog ratum hairstyle. It is a hairstyle that cuts an entire head of the hair and leaves it long, pointing up like a ratum flower and combing the front high, keeping it in shape with fragrant tiny flower oil. No clipping or styling with fresh flowers. It is a hairstyle that became popular in general during the reign of King Rama V. Do you like our vintage Thai women hairstyles? And which one do you like the most? And welcome back. You're watching Good Morning Thailand. And those were the famous uh, past hairstyles of Thailand. I have to say, I'm so glad that we've since graduated from yes. those parts. What Some of I, them were what if right. I What if I did that part for the rest of the show? Yeah, just split your hair in half. Split my hair in pineapple half. Pineapple Express. Do it together. What do you call it? The Pineapple the Express. Pineapple Express. Okay. The green leaf well, style. Well, uh, I'd like to take a moment and once again to thank our women. <laughs> Happy International Women's Day to all the women out there in the world. All right. Uh, Kamal, let's Doesn't take work. a couple of questions before we end the show. Uh, yes, uh, before I move on to like the comments and questions from before, uh, Preston, in the topic of uh, Green Leaves yes. said that even when all the restrictions are lifted and every tourist is given a few free green leaves, I strongly doubt Thailand can get the tourist number back to pre-pandemic pre levels, at least not so soon. I think yes. I think it'll mm. take it'll take a, a year to two years to bring it back, even close to that number that they're looking for, 19 million tourists, I believe. Well, we all know what it takes to bring it back to that number. Yes. I, I don't think 0.2% uh, power-infused green leaves will do the trick, or calling it an endemic. Yeah. Our own version, definition of the word endemic. Yes. All right, anything else, Kamal? Uh, yes, when we were talking about how the Thai government was trying to be accommodating to Russians, uh, Damien said that he heard Russians in uh, Chiang Rai could go to a restaurant where they would be given a tab to get food, if like while they can't get their money out 
so yeah even the people here in Thailand were trying to be wow. accommodating oh, yeah, for sure like I, I think I think Thai people in general are very hospitable they're very kind and that that's one of the things that I think all tourists in Thailand would agree with is that when they do come here one of the highlights of Thailand are the the loving Thai people and yes. it's great to see examples of this that you know in a time of crisis they're not judging anyone and they're just helping yeah. and rightfully so yeah Thai generosity Nam Chai Nam Chai yeah. yeah that's one of the reasons why people love coming here is the, is the people right yep. so good for the northerners good for them I hope everyone can take this example and help everyone, all Russians, Ukrainians, whoever it is, no matter what nationality you come from, be that person who, you know, is kind. Nothing bad comes from being good. Okay, right, moving next on. Question, right, okay. Next question. Next <laughs> question. That was your sign. The, the you silence. I'm sorry. Social cues. Okay, so Planet Dashing said that USA has travel warnings on every country, but no one listens. It's not going to stop them from you. That's know. right. They oh. just travel in the planes and go, USA, USA. <laughs> I don't know why, but just chanting that, it's, it's just like the most chantable chant in the world. Of is course, it? Yeah. Is it the most chantable chant in the world? Yeah, when the founding fathers tried to name the country, they tried to come up with the most uh, catchy yeah. abbreviation, yeah. three-letter three well, three abbreviation, too. Is it the founding fathers or is it modern Hollywood? What USA? Yeah, just chanting USA. I don't think the I don't think the revolutionaries charged the British <laughs> chanting USA no, with their batons. No. USA. That'd be no. kind of cool though. Maybe that's why they they won. The morale was so high. And like, and then you got the other side. We're like, UK, UK. Just doesn't doesn't okay. isn't as catchy. UK. <laughs> I'm not gonna comment UK, about the chants they said during war. No, not as. Swift, Not as inspiring yeah. as USA, USA. Only right. an American would say that. Yeah. All right, swiftly <laughs> moving on to another topic. Kamu. Yes, uh, when we were talking about mental health and news, uh, Minburi pointed out that like it's best to keep off of social media in general. Like uh, I guess once in a while, uh, Facebook being one of the worst, people believe anything that is posted on there. Yeah, too, so, yeah. I mean, too much of anything is bad for you. Yeah. I think that's all I have to say for that. Just because it got a bunch of likes does not mean it's true. Yes, that's also <laughs> facts, yes. yes. Uh, also, you should not trust every Facebook post or social media post you see out there. But someone did ask about Twitter then, because you said that you mostly look at Twitter. Someone was wondering, like, how, how could you think that's the, a trustworthy source? Well, it depends who you follow on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, it depends who you follow. And the appeal of Twitter, and this is, I think, the reason why a lot of people follow Twitter is because there's this, you kind of go direct to the source of the person who's saying it because you're not, yeah, you follow organizations, but it's also you get to follow the tweets from people mm -hmm. that come from straight from, you know, their train of thought or what they have to say. And then it turns into these tweet threads where people comment and, and talk and discuss and they can tag people and bring people in. So it's a unique way of consuming information yeah. and discussing with people and obviously you you need to keep it concise to a uh, hundred and something words so you need to get straight to the point then all there's right. been tweet threads and uh, that's been pretty cool too all right all right ladies and gentlemen we're gonna end the show there for now it's been a pretty tightly run show so far 30 or 40 minutes 
I should have cut it about five minutes ago. But oh well, we went with the flow. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. 325 people watching. Please click the like button if you've enjoyed the show so far. And uh, I'd like to take this moment to say thank you, Jet. Thank you, Jay. And thank you, Kamal, behind the laptop and the comments. Yes, thank, thank you, you. Noom, behind the buttons. And thank you for the viewers for watching the show so far. We hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you tomorrow.